I, I heard you clearing the old pipes before we began. Yeah, I was like, dang, I hope they didn't, everyone didn't hear that. But. <laughs> I think I hear it, but no one else does. Let us know if you heard that, by the way, but I don't, I don't think they did. That's just behind just the scenes shit. I just coughed. It wasn't anything crazy, but <laughs> hey oh, Welcome up, to everybody? episode 126. Wow, 126. I had to double check and make sure it was 126. Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's been a while. I hope you missed us. We missed you all as well. But we're here. Yeah. We got a banging guest, and we're ready to do this again. Keep it going. Yeah, welcome back to the show. We we both had some personal things going on in our lives, and we decided we used to do seasons when we first started, and so we'd just go every week, and the season uh, ending would give us like a break to like kind of handle some things like uh, in our life if we needed to. And uh, we don't do seasons anymore, so <laughs> we just like realized we needed a couple days. Like uh, we just had the Spring Cup not too long ago. Then after that, there was a a brief mesmer tour around the Southwest with a. Uh, you know, most of the team, other than a few people who were injured or unable to come because of work, uh, came with us and we like, traveled through the Southwest. And so really didn't feel like we could do a podcast from there. And then, um, and then, yeah, Austin had his own stuff going on as well. So thank you very much for being patient and sticking with us and still joining us for this amazing show. We're back um, what's and really better cool than about, ever, though. We're back and better than ever. <laughs> and what's cool about this show is, um, you know, it's episode 126, as noted, but we had this guest on on episode two. Yeah. Uh, technically, our first guest, even though it was a twofer with yes. his brother, but still our first guest. So I didn't our even realize that. that's a good catch. <laughs> and it's the first time that we're having him on his own. So yes. we've had him on before as our first guest, but it's our very first time having him on by himself. So I'm very excited. He has been skating insane him and his brother both have just been so on top of it this every time i see something on instagram that they put that put out it's just you know my jaw is left on the floor i have to pick it back up and i'm just like wow these guys are incredible but um we got a lot to get into today and we have a few things to touch into before we get going with our special guest for this episode but before we do i'm going to do my quick spiel please if you don't follow us on all of our social media platforms go to our facebook if you like what you hear and give us a like we have a YouTube. You can go to our YouTube page, hit the subscribe button, the notification bell, leave a comment, all that stuff. If you like what you're hearing, maybe if you don't, just leave your criticisms. You know, all the interaction really helps with us and everything like that. We have uh, an iTunes. You could be, uh, you can give us a five star rating if you like what you hear. You can leave a review. We really appreciate that. It helps boost us up, up the ladder in the algorithmic, uh, you know, machine. And we also have a Patreon. You can be a Patreon for as little as $3 a month. We have exclusive footage for our Patreons. We do uh, trick tips. We call them inside outs. We do section reviews. We have uh, section product reviews. Yeah. Well, just product random bullshit videos too. That random, all kinds up. of random exclusive <laughs> content. You can be a Patreon for $3 a month. And when you become a Patreon, you are automatically entered to win something free from our online store and a drawing every month. We do it every month. And uh, I guess we'll be doing it on one of the next coming up episodes. But yes. uh, yeah, you can win a shirt, you can win a hat. And we also have a new line of stuff from our online Ooh, store. So it's even right more, it. it's more of a reason to be a patron because I can see some people being like, oh, they haven't updated their online store or I already bought the shirt. You know, I really don't care to be a patron for $3 to win something. But we got some new stuff, uh, don't we, Austin? That so you can no get something one's cool. Got. We got some fresh shit that no one's got. Real quick, before we jump into that, though, I want to give a shout out to our new Patreon supporters. This week, we have Pablo Skates, Ismael Lopez, Chris Morris, James Porch, and Florian Hans. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. And like Billy said, he already spilled the beans. We have a whole new Jump Street line for all you all here. So 
check out. We have the new, we have a couple new t-shirts, some a tank top. We have uh, a new five panel hat because the five panel hats have been uh, selling so well. They're actually our best selling items. So we have a new five panel hat, tank top for the summer, um, all new fresh gear, t-shirts, everything for the summer, fresh new look. We got the Liberty shirt, the blue collar blading tank top, um, the Waveform Verrazano uh, t-shirt, the red line hat. It's all there. It's all fresh. It's all new for summer 2022. So check it out, jumpstreetpodcast.com slash store. And like Billy said, it's part of our new Patreon giveaway too in the uh, beginning of every month. So you have a chance to win one of these if you're part of our Patreon community. Uh, we'll do a drawing in the next episode. But yes, everybody go check it out. We're super excited about this new Jump Street gear for you all. Hell yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the Verizano one and the blue color blading one, it's dope. I'm they saying. hit. They hit hard. They hit. They hit. I'm just saying they hit. <laughs> just know? saying so they hit. Check, check that out. And also, um, we actually have a new supplement thing going on. We call it uh, JumpSups.com. It's uh, supplements and little extra things uh, meant that you're meant to take that are supposed to help you with like the the ailments from skating. So we have a, a platinum turmeric, which is meant for inflammation. We have CBD oil, which is uh, meant to relax and take care of the body. Ultra Joint Flex. We have the multivitamin and uh, krill oil. What's the other one that the krill oil, which is the fish oil. How can yeah. we forget so the these, krill oil? Yeah, these are for the joints. These are things you need, especially when you start getting into into my age. You know, I feel like this. Uh, oh man, there's so many commercials now in this show. It's incredible. <laughs> we gotta get used to it. But yeah, we yeah. have we're, we have a uh, still doing our launch promotion for Jump Subs. Ten uh, percent off all individual bottles with code 10 off. Uh, we have bundle deals if you want to save like 30 or plus more percent. Free domestic shipping in the U.S. Free international shipping to the U.K., Canada, Australia, and Italy. Check out jumpsubs.com. Get your body feeding right. If you're watching live, uh, we have a link in the description to jumpsubs.com. If you're listening, definitely go check it out. Um, we have a lot of orders from the first episode that we put in, so we appreciate everybody who supported us so far. A lot of people are hyped on it. Um, we're hyped to have a, a supplement brand in the skating world that we could all support and you know help each other skate as long as we can. So everyone check out jumpsubs.com. Get your body feeling right. We want to skate as long as we can. Absolutely. And uh, of course, at this stage in the game, no Jump Street episode is complete without a shout out to our sponsor, Blank. Huge shout out to Blank. They were a huge sponsor for us in 2021. They sponsored us again in 2022. And it helps us. You know, we have a free show going. We have patrons, which we're very happy about. But it helps us to be able to do things, help us to be able to get this going and keep things happening. So huge shout out to our sponsor, Blank. Yeah, Blank, the new Sean Keen Pro Model Skate. They released it before. They have another full release. I believe more sizes coming in stores this July. So a couple months from now, you'll be able to get the Blank Sean Keen Model Skate in a variety of sizes, a more uh, finished model. I've been riding the Blank Skates for a while. I love them. Uh, awesome sole play, super comfortable liner, uh, super solid. You could tell Rollerblade, made a quality skate with blank. So everybody wait for the new release of the Sean Keen skate in July. And let's hear quickly from the man himself, Sean Keen. Hey, what's up? This is Sean Keen. My new pro skate is now available worldwide. Full sizes coming this summer. Go Rollerblade.
<laughs> I don't think that one's going to get old. <laughs> I like that one. But uh, yeah, big shout out to Blank. Thank you for sponsoring the show. Everyone check out blankrollingproducts.com or on Instagram at blankrollingproducts. Thank you for supporting the show. And one more thing before we get into our very special guest. Also, it is not a Jump Street episode without a WTF, which it's we have not. one from your boy Jimmy Sizz at Roller Street underscore Miami with, uh, what do you call this? <laughs> Honestly, I don't, I don't, I'm still trying to figure it out. It's a top side, but the, it's like a top side star grind, but the back foot is wrapped around the wrong way. And he's fully in on the top side. If anybody knows anything about Jimmy, um, half of his vocabulary is WTFs and this is definitely one I've never seen before. So it's sick to see people like Jimmy still innovating, still pushing, doing what you once thought was impossible, making it possible, and actually making it look pretty effortless too. So huge shout out to Jimmy um, skating at the compound. No, he made it look great. Yeah, Just... <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> if anyone has a name for that, drop it in the comments below. Also, if you have any WTFs for us, uh, tag us in it at Jump Street Podcast on Instagram. So let us know in case we miss anything because uh, there's there's so much out these days. So many people doing so many unbelievably crazy tricks that there's there's a lot out there. So if you see something you feel that's WTF worthy, give us a tag Jump Street Podcast on uh, Instagram. Huge shout out, Jimmy. Crazy, crazy to see tricks like that. I, I, I remember in like uh, ninety eight, we thought like all the tricks had been invented. <laughs> We're like Soul Roy out front side. What else is there? Yeah, well, okay. Well, there's Ali Soul. Okay, so that's <laughs> this topside soul. Uh, um, yeah. So sh should we bring on our very special guest? I'm excited. I do believe we are ready for our very special guest. Everyone, please give a huge round of applause for our special guest today, Mister Sean Calso. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's the extended cheer. It was. I, I um, since it's been a while since I opened up this program, I don't have the slider to lower the volume, so I had to let it ride out the whole time. That one. <laughs> okay. But it's okay. We have a very special guest, so it's worth it. Sean is deserving of the full Butter TV Blading Cup cheers sound. So, well deserved. Well, thank you guys nice. for having me. Solo dolo this time. No Colin with me. So. How is it? Are you scared? Fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think I think we get a little like wind uh, th on the thing. Did yeah, you hear that, that, Austin? Yeah, I did hear that. I thought it went away, but it didn't. Okay, it, it sounds think... better now. Perfect. I think we're good. Yeah. Do you guys like this better? Let me see. Can, can you hear? How's this? Um, I kind of like the the headset. Go back to the headset. <laughs> just just leave just leave the That's microphone the hanging low. Just leave the microphone hanging low. Cool. Yeah, because it sounded better during testing. So I think if we just go into it, it should be good. Well, I'm super stoked to have you on, man. Like I was just talking to uh, you and Austin about, and uh, I, I was talking about it with John, but me and John are just like every time, because John's like the person who ended up hanging out with the most, like he, he lives down the block, we'll skate together the most. And every time we're just like trying to find stuff to watch skating at the end of the day, we're, and we end up like watching the basement stuff. <laughs> it's just like, wow, it's... It's insane to see, like you're you're both 
but this is your episode, so let's talk about you. You're you're skating better than you've skated ever, I think, in my opinion. <laughs> and, and that's a pretty rough thing to say because you've been like skating so good for so long. Like we're talking about like two decades of like documented skating that's been constantly been progressing, and you're just like still skating fresh, still looking like so sharp and spry. Like, uh, where is this coming from, man? What like what's going on? Well, first, thank you very much for that compliment. Um, dude, I was just thinking about it. Like, I met you when I was like 14, but I think a lot of people know that story. But um, yeah, we've been doing this for quite some time. Uh, honestly, Fish, I've just been on a different level of like taking care of myself. I think Colin's on that same page too. Um, we both work these uh, pretty time consuming jobs throughout the week you know you're basic like eight to five nine to five whatever you want to call it but we always find time like right after work we're just like let's go skate and it's been like almost every day um even in these like 20 degree weather days that we dealt with all winter thank god that that's over with um but yeah i think it's just like a lot of dedication, persistence, um, consistency, um, and just honestly, just practice too. Like we'll go out and just, we call it exercise skate and we'll just go out for a couple hours and we kind of come up with new ideas during those times as well. So I don't know. It's just, I, I think we have this like, uh, and I think it comes along with taking care of ourselves. Um, this like rebirth of energy that's been, our driving force uh, to, you know, continue to progress, especially with basement as well. You're coming at it from all angles. It's because you, you have the basement, which we spoke about before yeah. in the past, but you're skating almost every single day after work. That just reminds me of back in the day when we used to go to school and we used to like wait to get yeah. out of school. And like all day I'd be in class, like writing my trick list down, you know, sticking it in my wallet, like a little piece of paper. Is that the same thing now? Like, do you have the same feeling now? Like all, all day at work, are you like, oh, I can't wait to get out and try this trick. Like talk to Colin, text you to my message. Like, oh, I want to try doing this at Whitehall or whatever. It's exactly that. Like, like he, he spends a lot of time. So I work virtually um, and then he's in the field. So he drives around a lot. And I swear this dude will call me and talk for like an hour. I'm like, yo, I don't have these like little breaks <laughs> like you, but it's just, it's basement, it's skating. What are we gonna do next? What's the next reel we're gonna film? What's our next project that we're gonna make? What's our next line that we're gonna drop? What art, what artist are we gonna work with? So I think uh, it's pretty much all the conversations we have for the most part involve <laughs> some sort of skating um, uh, topic, but yeah, it's it's just that it's like we're almost obsessed again like how exactly like how you said when we were little kids like right after school just right to it so so when you say uh just like you've been like taking care and like taking care of your health you're talking about like diet you're talking about obviously you're skating every day are you like talking about you're not drinking like what are the things that you've done that have made this this change colin and i both gave up drinking i hope he doesn't care that i expose that but it's a pretty cool thing for the both of us uh i think in our later age like i mean if you're like hung over on a saturday the last thing you want to do is like go out and be productive and i think we mm -hmm. found ourselves making excuses um you know like oh it's windy like it's nice out but it's windy like just these little things that would just be caught up because we weren't we would we'd just make them up because we weren't taking care of ourselves 
So about a year or so ago, um, all that changed for the most part. And, um, well, for the whole part. And ever since then, it's just been us. You know, we both bought Pelotons, as corny as that sounds. But that thing really works. You know, it keeps you fit. Um, Lifting, eating healthy. We're old. Like, if we don't take care of ourselves, we're going to deteriorate. And I think that we kind of started to get a glimpse of what that could look like if we continue down the kind of path that we were doing. So it was just, it was just time to say goodbye to that. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, the the yeah. Peloton is like the key. I think. Yeah. It's because uh, I got one also a few years ago, and I will constantly tell people that is like the best investment that I've made was buying yeah. that bike because you could ride every day, keep yourself going. And it helps you with skating too, and the endurance and everything, especially if you're doing other things to take care of your body. That's awesome. That's like yeah. that mixed with the way you guys skate, you guys will be skating forever. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the, the style of skating that you guys have been doing lately, mixed with just being healthy, not drinking, you guys will skate to your 100. Do we, you feel like that? We, always, it, we, we ask ourselves that question a lot too. We're like, are you, how long do you think we can keep doing this? And it's that answer. It's like, well, as long as we keep like, come up with the new ideas and f- different, like, I guess, fun ways to skate. And that's kind of almost where the direction of, I mean, there's so many different avenues of skating, but you know, the ones that we're attracted to is like this idea of fun and coming up with something new, something more playful, more session style, rather than, you know, sitting at a spot trying to do a trick for an hour, even though that happens sometimes. Um, yeah, we're just, we're just having a blast again. I don't know how else to say it. It's just been so fun. It's been like fully motivated just to have fun. And it's, uh, it's working out in our favor, I think. It's really, it's really cool. And like, it's interesting to think about because, uh, you know, as we talked about uh, in the past on the show, you guys are from Philly and, uh, during like the old days in Philly, there was like a very strict, like strictly enforced way to go about skating. And like, not only have you guys completely broken out of that, but you're in such like a playful experimentational place with skating right now, where I feel like you're just like trying a bunch of different things. It seems like almost everything you're trying is landing though, like, and, and becoming like this, because I think it's the way it's executed, like um, just all these new ideas, but it, it's, it seems like that's what's happening. Like you're, like you're just being very playful with the skating. Yeah. And I think that there's uh I mean, I'm inspired by tons of different skaters. So there's ideas being generated all over the place. You know, sometimes you can, uh, I guess, see something and develop it into something of your own kind of thing too. Um, so we do, we, we pay attention, you know, we borrow from people that we look up to. Um, and yeah, uh, I, I'm happy with what we're doing. So I'm glad that it's being noticed. Where are you getting like this inspiration from then? Like if you're trying all these new tricks, because you're kind of pioneering what it's from. I saw that like Colin was into the wizard skating. I'm sure that has helped with it, his skating. I haven't seen you mess with the wizard skates at all, but do you on the low? Like do you watch that type of skating to get inspiration from like the foot movements? I have not tried wizards. Colin definitely got into it. And I think it's helped him, I guess, like for lack of better terms like freak the floor a little bit more uh you can see in colin skating like he's like to to someone who doesn't even skate they're like whoa colin is like really fancy footwork on the ground 
So I think he kind of uh, maybe might have brought that wizarding, you know, into that aspect of his just aggressive skating. Um, for myself, I feel like I've just been like skating really fast and doing a bunch of like wheel slidey things. Like I like cutting fast and like kind of doing these like hockey stops and like quick hockey turns and changing direction. I think that's one thing that's special about rollerblades as far as, you know, an apparatus compared to like a skateboard or a bicycle. Like we have the ability to just be like, nope, I'm going to go this way now. So yeah. I, I think we've both been, um, you know, playing around with that too. But I see people all over the place, you know, doing the same thing too. So not going to take credit for that, but it's really cool. It's really cool that rollerblades can do that. <laughs> No, it's cool, man. You, you know, it's like it's like that stuff, like you know, uh, don't let them know your next move thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like just stop on the blades, go the other way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 for me, I think it was like you. You were definitely like the first person I saw doing that. And uh, but it seems like I like the wheel slides and all that seem new. But it seems like you're mixing it really well with a lot of like your older stuff too. Like like I, we were watching something recently where you just like hard fish to ledge to like drop in this wall ride and like just so much stuff happening there. We're just like, wow, he's still just on top of all this stuff can still just throw a hard fish on like a ledge and stuff like that. And so it's, 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 it's cool to see. Like, I think that's what makes it successful. It's like these new things, but mixed well with the old stuff, you know, it's like kind of cool. Perfectly stated. So I still love like the traditional style of skating. Like today I went to white or not white hall. I went to Payne's. It's just like this perfect little slider bar rail. That's all I skated the entire time. Just don't like switch shit, switch ups, like whatever. Like I just love still skating like that. And I'm learning things still, even at my age. And, uh, you know, still just playing around with movement and stuff like that. But yeah, I I do love the 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 blend of the two, you know, taking a little bit of that new and mixing in with like the you know the techie philly east coast stuff that you know we we both grew up with we all grew up with yeah it's sick um yeah it's 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 really cool because like also noticing just like uh you know the evolution of skating and everything changing going in a certain direction and uh the skating style is changing but also like styles in general changing and like um like you and Colin specifically, I know at least since like the truth day is like uh, fashion was like a really important thing, but it seems like you guys are embracing it in like in a much different way these days, like where it's just like, it's very bold, like, you know, and like, and confident and stuff like that. It's um, yeah. I'm just, just curious, like where do you get inspiration or ideas for, for that as well? Um, so I liked, I, it, maybe it all ties together because like, I'm basically wearing clothes I wore like when I was in the nineties, you know, like very comfy, you know, like vintage tees that I probably had when I was a kid, you know, Nike swish, swish pants from the nineties. Like, I just like being comfortable nowadays. Like mm. Colin probably rocks his like, you know, construction, whatever those Carhartt pants that he's been wearing recently. But, um, I don't know. I guess from just things I follow, I don't know. I get, I've, I've been into the vintage stuff for quite some time, but yeah, I'm just trying to be comfy. <laughs> the way the way I move, uh, I think it has like if I'm wearing a pair of pants, for instance, that I'm just not feeling that day, I can't skate. Mm-hmm. Like they're just I, not going to work out like that. I agree. I dude at the you know 
It's funny because actually Bellino like uh, like loosened me up recently. He's like, yo, you gotta you gotta loosen up. And then I I, I went a little looser, <laughs> and then I tried to go back to like pants I used to have, and I was like, wow, I, I feel like a dork. I can't skate in these. <laughs> like, I I was at the uh, the Spring Cup, and I would have like regular pants on. I tried to skate, and it wasn't right. And I, I switched pants. I just felt so much better. Yeah, it's like you gotta yeah. feel good to skate good. You know what I mean? Like if, if you're not feeling comfortable or right, you're just like not gonna be on point. You know. <laughs> Rawlinson said it best, right? Tony he, was not wrong. <laughs> he was not he wrong. He was not wrong. He wasn't wrong. I like how clothing and skating has kind of almost made like a full circle. Like it used to be super baggy shit back in the day. And then we like tightened up For a little sure. bit, tried to get like a little more quote, like proper. I don't know what we were trying to do, like mature, I guess you could say. But now everyone's loosening yeah. up again. Pants are getting big again. Everyone's just more yeah. into the comfy shit, but I guess we're, we're still doing it at like a more mature level. Like I remember sweatpants back in the day. Like we used to rock sweats with like 19 holes in them, like a, out of the five dollar bin at like Target or whatever. But now we're doing a, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So size <laughs> size a little better, but still the same. Like we're doing like that circle kind of, and it's the same thing with skating styles in general. But um, yeah, the clothing is going the same way as well. And you're probably hyped too from. The brain dead collaboration that's going on too because i see you rocking the brain dead shit as well and a lot of their clothes go seem to go right up your alley like that almost vintage 90s kind yeah. of style vibe so yeah i'm sure you're hyped in that as well i have like a whole the whole left side of my one closet is dedicated to just like brain dead I've, <laughs> I've laid it out like how they would in their store uh yeah i got a lot of brain dead stuff that's shout out sick. to brain dead <laughs> That's awesome. Um, no, yeah, it's it, it, it's 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 funny because when I was like really immersed in skating, like in trying to be a, like a pro and all this stuff, um, I just like remember not thinking about the fashion that much because I was like so in it. But like now that I, I'm like away from it and I'm looking at everything that's happening, it's like since the beginning, like fashion has been so tied into like the culture, like from like the the wide leg baggy pant 90s days to like all the way up to now and even like the shoes and the things and it's i think part of like the some some of the reason that blading starting to get a good look on it is because like you know they're it's successfully being tied in with some of this fat fashion brands like brain dead and and people like starting to see it like as this like thing that's more tied into the look which is like i don't know it's it's, it's really cool to see and uh it's cool to like see like that stuff get explored right now mm-hmm I completely agree. And I think they've done like uh, a wonderful job with their collaboration with them, especially with like the, you know, the, the multicolor blend skates that they've been, they've done the blue and now they've done like the maroon one that kind of reminds me of like the old school Phillies colors. So um, sick. But yeah, they're just, uh, I, I just, I'm so happy I skate for them and, you know, uh, you know, made the decision to like come on, probably pat me on the back now but that all came like right when we were doing that basement skate i think we kind of covered that but i yeah. went towards them and i didn't even skate our basement skate <laughs> i was just like i have this vision that this is going to be you know where i'm supposed to be i'm glad that i stuck with that um because it's working out and john's been so supportive of not just me now he's also been super supportive of colin and and basement and he's just been doing so much for us um and i like to think that we give back what we can in his direction as well but yeah. man what a what a great sponsor <laughs> yeah, that's awesome seriously 
I gotta say the uh, the new the maroon brain dead skate with the uh, the wizard frame like with is like the sickest looking thing yeah. ever. Dude. So bad. It is looking. so cool looking. Yeah. I can't that, wait to see people hitting those like on the streets. That promo Torres made of Junk U too. I mean, like someone get Nike to hire Torres like that was, right now or like yeah. Red Bull or something. Yeah, he, he no, we gotta it. keep him. We can't, like we, can't him. <laughs> we can't lose him. We can't lose Torres. True that. True that. Yeah, we need I, to keep him. I told him too. I was like, that's the favorite, my favorite edit that I've ever seen you make, and the, the collaboration, the. That was my favorite just wizard skating edit that I've ever seen as well. And yeah. I'm not just saying that because it was like a them brain dead collaboration, but right. he freaked that. And that was like a style that I guess maybe not as many people have seen on wizard skates. So it was really yeah. awesome to see that collaboration with Torres as well, just to get it. You know, it was it was so swaggy, not to be that cliche, but that was such a swaggy Dude. edit. I couldn't agree more. And I mean, I think Junkie was like the perfect candidate to to promote that skate, you know, obviously through Torres again, but that, that dude just can, can move in a different kind of way. Mm -hmm. uh, he's just, he might be the best wizarder. The, yeah. The like, wizard <laughs> gods would kill me right now. Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> the core, the core wizard people are like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you got to give it up. Yeah. Junk, you killed it. And it was like, like that's probably what it was. It was just refreshing to see in a way. It was a different style of wizard skating that I haven't that's seen before. True. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Like he, he, and especially seeing him in New York too. Mm -hmm. um, there was just a very like uh, I don't know, like a because I I know him as a street skater, so seeing him in you know that realm was just like whoa, he can do that too. I half the stuff I don't even know what it is, but it just looks good. Yeah, but that's the wizard skating is kind of similar to your guys' style too, because even when I watch a basement edit. I don't know. I have, to, I have to watch your edits like five times to, to know what's going on. Your feet are too fast. Like the maneuvers, the tricks that you do, they're like kind of traditional tricks, but you have your own spin on them to have them just its own flavor. But it's kind of similar to how wizard skating is to me, at least anyway. It's like you got to watch it multiple times to really comprehend what's going on with those feet because you guys, your feet are too fast. <laughs> I, I don't understand it. Well, that's also a compliment. Um, you'll, you're going to love, you're going to love talking to Colin about like the wizard stuff. Cause I think him and him and Mike Torres have more in depth conversations. Cause Colin, you know, has been dabbling in that area. Whereas like, I kind of don't really understand it. So I'm pretty ignorant to the movements, I guess. So I only know what I know on what I'm skating, which is crates with dead wheels on them. Mm-hmm. 90, 92 hardness on the outside, 95 on the inside. Best setup, by the way. Nice. I used to do the 88 on the outside, 95 in the middle. I did that too. Streams. I did that too. I liked too it. That's when I started. No, I liked I liked the – wait. I did 58, 88 on the outside. Yeah, yeah. And 58, 95 on the inside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. that's a, That setup's what I started learning those wheel slides in. It, for some reason it's just like i think because the the fronts wore down a lot quicker yeah so then you're just exactly. like hovering on those 95s on the inside yeah it's a lot of cool stuff you can do with that setup yeah i like how people are exploring now not just different like frames or liner or wheel setups but actually changing like the durometer the size of the wheels to make it do what you do because you just said it helped you wheel slide like 
you yeah. wouldn't have pictured 15 years ago that changing the derometer of your wheels from the outside to the inside is going to help you slide on the ground. Like, why would you want to yeah. slide on the ground at that point? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it, it's like opening up new doors left and right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a whole lot of experimentation going on with setups and, and whatnot. I saw someone. So, you know, the them skate, you can rocker your cuff low or you can rocker it high. I saw someone rocker it low on the inside and rocker it high on the outside. Well, or it might have been vice versa, but either way, people are getting funky with it. Do you know what that does? I was told that it was supposed to give support in one direction and have it be more bendy in the other. Maybe for like, you know, quick foot movement or, you know, those directional changes. That sounds way too technical for me. It, it might work though. Maybe it I'll might. give it a shot. You don't you don't do that tri rocker anymore? You were known for your tri rockering. Well, that was that was like back in like the genre days, and that was because like those wheels would explode the first session you get. So then you have to move <laughs> your wheels around and it was like the only sensible setup for a flat skater was to just take the third out. And then it, it I kind of just got used to that at that point. And then I stuck a little four by four anti rocker in there that I got from Shima actually. He gave it gave me two anti rockers. Um I probably did that for like a year or something. Maybe oh, a year and a half. Yeah, I didn't do that too long. Oh. Maybe two years. I don't know. Uh, I thought that was like a, a yeah. Sean I feel Kessel like that was thing. like, I feel like that was throwback, like way old back in the day. Like you've been yeah, pretty, yeah. yeah. But like no, but first, it's interesting. Yeah, go ahead. Was, no, I was just gonna say it's a, uh, it's interesting like to think about all the like the different setups. Uh, I was watching something recently, that was like a kind of Tom wasted like a like a quick, brief redo of like the history of skating, and it, it's funny to think like you know how new blading really is like and. The wizard frame this is like just the very beginning of that and even us like we're getting to that point where it's you know getting more refined and experimenting the setups and what's possible so yeah it's it's cool to see everything that's happening with that right now even like the the toes stuff the heels stuff like stalling in like different areas yeah. like these were like i mean it's it's like for me it's like having to like unlearn what's like you know because we were from this era where there was like rules like you know what i mean like there's yeah. rules and, and you stick to the rules and now everyone's like no no there are no rules and we're all playing around it, it's 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 uh yeah it's like a really exciting time i think well to that point too what's really cool is like back you know in our day like there was street skating there was park skating there was even vert skating and then i just being at the couple uh, recent contests that I was at, like, you know, Blade Cup, like they've moved to a more like street style plaza kind of skating, just like mm -hmm. how that last try event that I just got first in Philly at Payne's, you know, street style plaza. But then you have um, these contests like Nice or Winter Clash where, you know, it kind of caters to more of like that, that park aspect where, you know, maybe mm -hmm. there's some big flips or disaster. Now you got, companies like Astral Blade who are going to do, you know, like a flatland contest and a curb contest. So there's all these different styles of skating that maybe an outsider, maybe someone getting into skating might be like, well, I want to do that one. So it's kind of cool. And you can like market to all these like different kinds of uh, people who are getting into it because there's so many different styles um, that are going on right now, you know, like, yeah, we, we saw yeah it's just it's it's really refreshing the flatland contest is it sounds super interesting i heard about that a few weeks ago too and i was like whoa that's like 
something different, but I'm like thinking about it again. I'm like, sure, why not? Because there is a flatland style of skating pretty much now. And I used to, I don't know if anyone else said it before, but I remember like saying, oh, skateboarders, it's like you could literally go to a basketball court and just skateboard on the floor and have fun doing that. But I feel like we needed like a ledge, stairs, an obstacle of some sort to do it on. But that's not the case anymore. We could also now, if you have the right skates, go to a basketball court and just zip around on the floor and just spin around, you know, and have fun doing that. Right. Yeah. 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 It, it changes everything. It's, it's, it's really bizarre to think about how, uh, like trick focused, like, uh, it was for like a certain era, like even Dominic, like on the show was talking about like, yeah, from when you start the trick to when you end the trick, you know, people didn't care how they skated up to the trick. They didn't care how they landed away from the trick for such a big part of our history as in our short, short history. But I'm um, like, cool to see i think part of that progression is like and part of the thing that's like helping the wizard grow the wizard influence the aggressive and, and vice versa is just really embracing like the wheels and the movements and what and what's possible with that and and i think that's uh we were like forever like how are we going to make skating like i think it makes skating more attractive just like just the wheels aspect of it because if it's i don't know it's just like it's it's a more flowy thing now it's a more artistic kind of thing and without getting too far out there you know it kind of feels like that yeah yep there definitely was a time where everybody was in and i think this is where the term core comes from like there was like this core idea right. of skating and it was like what we speak of lining up right. to the rail jumping grinding down jumping the gap making sure you land it like there wasn't you know all this other stuff all this pizzazz mm -hmm. all this style mm -hmm. like the f even even going into the fashion like all of it all of it's progressing and in, in, in such a positive way such a positive way mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 really encouraging because uh i know and i know for a while there like i think the general vibe around a lot of like the people who were involved in skating for a long time was just like well like you know it is what it's going to be but now it just seems so hopeful and positive to and uh, yeah, just everything over the past few years, like with Brain Dead and you know Complex and billboards and all these things involved, and new companies arising and skaters like just like uh, just getting in more different things. It's uh, I don't know. What, what, what do you think? Have you been more encouraged lately of the direction of skating? Where, where do you see skating going? Man, to be honest, I kind of have my own like motivation and my own goals. So it's not uh, necessarily I'm being pushed by anything else really going on. Like I cherish my time so much because I'm so busy with you know my normal job that I work every single day. So whatever, like my, my skating world kind of pretty much, much just exists of Colin and I. <laughs> uh, it's much content as I can take in from you know, social media and whatever videos that may come out. Um, I do that, but, but really it just, it goes back to the point that we made earlier where I just feel like a kid again, and we're kind of just making it all up as we go a little bit, you know, staying true to a, a traditional style of skating that I, I still like, but where it's going, I don't know. It's, it still seems endless. Like we just seen that, kid with the wtf by the way i think i named it negative topside citric porn okay was it right. was it negative it was yeah. negative yeah oh, was it oh, okay I but i mean 
regardless of that, like there's there's just endless ways that I think that people are going to be moving on skates. I don't think there's like necessarily like like a, a, a top to that. I, I think it seems kind of endless for the most part. And then tying it in with whatever it is that you want to tie it in with. I don't honestly I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm excited though. <laughs> I know it's exciting. So what, like, yeah. even just like seeing like these young um these young kids from Korea at the Spring Cup was just like that in and Ooh. of itself and just anytime you see young kids in general but I I I think I I don't want to be like I think this young girl was like 9 or 10. She's like true spin Ali Top Zoning so, down yeah, box like crazy stuff like really good style it's just like wow that's that's cool because for me I, I was just like you know always like such a big fan of blading i just like want blading to live on so i could just stay a fan forever just always have it there like you'd be able to watch a football or baseball or something like that yeah. but um yeah it's it, it's it's really encouraging right now and it's just it's just so funny to think that there was actually a point that i was like oh man it's all the best stuff has been done already like it's yeah. and it, now i just look back at that mentality and i was just like wow it's so small minded because it's like um like the best stuff's happening right now like by far like and in in so many ways and it's just like so many different outgrowths um yeah it's really cool yeah and th that kind of thing is uh, all perspective as well because you might have someone who likes hammer skating and 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 misses the time back to the hammer skating but you know, that's I still see that stuff going on today, and that's what I'm saying. A, like, that's still there. Mini hammers too. Like, there's, I don't know. There's, I don't, yeah. There's a lot of shit going on to be excited about. It's just, yeah. I don't mean to, I don't mean to interrupt it because uh, I know this is your your podcast, but no, jump um, on in. But but no, I, I like I just think that's still there. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I think it's right. like everything like that hasn't gone away it's just more stuff are is just there now so it's like that hasn't yeah. left yeah more yeah. options do you see so on the topic yeah. of hammers sean coming from somebody who used to do crazy <laughs> hammers all the time does does a hammer still have the same meaning to you is it different now do you have like your own type of hammers now like how do you what's your perspective on hammers these days now do you just strictly say oh i don't do hammers anymore or does a hammer just mean something different to you since since we brought up the torque at the 35 stair, I think I did that like five times that day. Like grab, no grab for a picture, for a clip. Like nowadays, like or I'll, I'll bring a quick draw just because it's like the, the most recent thing that I put out. Like the wheel slide hurricane fish, like that took me a long time. Like that wasn't, it wasn't by any means easy. I could jump on any rail and probably torque down it almost every single try, no matter the size. But uh, I guess there, there's not, I never liked that term, the term hammer. I never liked the term ender either. Like, oh, I got to go out and film my ender. <laughs> there's so many stressful phrases. Special, <laughs> they're, yeah, they're just like, those things should be deaded. But um, it, there's so many, there's so many intricacies in some of the stuff, not just that I'm doing, but since it's my podcast, I'll speak for myself. But there's a lot of technical stuff going on. Like, so if the term hammer for, you know, something like that wheel slide hurricane fish, like maybe, I don't know. 
shit took it took really long <laughs> i got fucked up a bunch of times but it's a knee-high ledge so yeah i like almost broke I, my I, finger in one. yeah i mean i i i know i get hurt the most on like the the most technical small things personally that's when i'm challenging myself the most um you know sometimes i, I you know you could do a, you, you could do a big trick and uh it's it might be easier, just sometimes a little scarier, just to get it done because it'll be very straightforward in in how it is. But uh, I, I, yeah, I think I, I think I also I know what Austin's saying. Like with hammer, like you know maybe sometimes like and I I, I agree, hammer is kind of like a weird word. It's kind of like broy, like it's like a broy kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. word. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I know, yeah, I, I know, I know what you mean. Like a ham, like a hammery, like it's even even though it's a weird uh, word that um, I, I I can see that being like yeah, hammer is something that could just be difficult maybe not just like really big like and uh i agree like the the technic the level of technicality now is 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 shocking like i i didn't think it would be at this place now and it's and it's yeah it's uh so i can see that being considered a hammer too yeah it looks it looks cool too <laughs> well ha it's hammers cooler, are perspective. in my opinion again my perspective yeah <laughs> I mean, you have the right to say whatever you want because you've done it all also. So you know from experience what like a quote stunt would be versus a super technical trick. Sure. But you've always been kind of a technical skater anyway. So it seems that a trick like the Cessly to Hurricane Fish is like right up your alley anyway. So that is like a hammer in your style, you know? Yeah. We learned it at the underground. Remember how slippery that place was? <laughs> oh, man. That, that place bred ninjas just because of the slippery floor. If you could skate oh. anything at underground, you could do it anywhere, literally. Facts. <laughs> yeah. I, I never heard the um, the term ender being like uh, controversial a little or anything like that. But I guess that also is a good one, too, because that's more of an old school quote mentality i would think to film a section be like i need this ender i need an ender i need something to pop at the end but i guess when you think about it now you don't really need that um it's just like the flow of like an edit these days and you know the way mm -hmm. stuff is filmed more or less when did you give up on enders <laughs> uh i don't know uh, but to your point of uh you know the way stuff is filmed nowadays the way stuff is edited nowadays people are finding more creative ways to make i think skating look more interesting uh, it's it's never been filmed as good as it is now um so i think people like for, for myself too like i'm i mix all our music that you know i'm editing too so whatever trick that is in that that present moment in that song or in that mix is I'm trying to purposely evoke some sort of emotion or feeling, you know, through how it looks. So whether or like back in the day, it was just like you skate to a hype song and the song ends, don't like you land. Like I don't. There's there's so many uh, special moments that are that you can capture that aren't just the trick itself, and then being able to edit the music and make it feel right and mix it into the next track or whatever it may be. It's, there's no such thing as an ender. <laughs> it's never ending. Yeah. That's, that's a good, I like that mentality. Uh -huh. It doesn't end. <laughs> yeah, no. And, 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 and that's a stressful like way to go about it too. And, and, and it brings like that mentality about that, like, 
Yeah. Um, man, that was such a pre- prevalent mentality back in the day. I remember even like the idea of like the the film Pariah that Adam did was like everyone's going to get like their 20 best hammers yeah. and that was going to be the section. And then it went to like yeah. it started out like that. And then Alex was like, yo, this isn't working in this way because that's not the right way. You know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah. uh, I'm I'm 36, so I'm again I'm trying to skate till I'm I'm Julio's age and and longer. Look at look at Julio, man's jumping over holes to switch fish. Like it's yeah. crazy. I'm I'm in it for longevity at this point. So make it look good, make it cool. Anyone can do whatever it is that they want to do. I just know where I'm going with it. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. No, I, I agree. Like, uh, I, I think I said this, like, I noticed like a few years back, like in the beginning of like the, the basement, the first basement videos that you were doing with, uh, Anthony and, and, uh, you know, dad Chuck Same. and yeah. Oh, and was, is, did he move Anthony? Uh, and it, and band got signed by, um, the guy who runs the black keys, Dan Auerbach. Oh, so yeah. Ant's like on tour all the time now. Oh shit. Uh, Just playing music. Okay. Yeah. That's Congratulations to him. That's so sick. Oh, yeah. Um, dad Chuck, I, dad Chuck just had his third, uh, and mm-hmm. I still get to see him very often. Uh, we just put out that dad Chuck part. Um, love that right in the new, right in the new year with like, you know, the basement flyers Jersey and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I still get to hang out with my boys here and there. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it's just Colin and I, but yeah, uh, what were you saying about the basement edits though with like Ant and them? Yeah. I was going to say like when, when you, when I, uh, you guys first started making those and I just like saw like this direction you were going, I was like, I just remember even seeing that then and being like, yeah, these guys are going to like keep on progressing to their like 50. Like I feel like you guys are going to be progressive for a long time because that, like you said, like the you just like verbalize like, oh yeah, like I'm I'm in it for longevity. Like that really shows without you saying so. Like it, you, like you can tell. Like do you know what I mean? It, like it seems like very conscious in that way. So yeah, that's it's cool. It's cool to see that. Like I've been actually like I w- often when I'm like um, trying to like coming down to my own skating because I'm pretty hard on my own skating uh, these days. I'm like, man, I need to just smarten up, try to get cool and. Get, <laughs> But but every time I do, I can't do it because you, it's like really hard to do to like make this stuff. So, <laughs> I gotta so get like cool. I said <laughs> it's, it's really it's really tough to like uh, to do all like all that stuff. So, uh, but it's definitely like a direction I'm trying to go to because longevity is something important now. That especially now that we're seeing like uh, exciting times for skating and exciting potential for the future right. and something that we, we even think would have a future maybe. But to be like, oh, if it's gonna like you know. We want to be there and be able to skate and enjoy it, you know? Mm-hmm. For sure. I feel like what um, you just said there was like really um, like trying to find like a new foot in skating or trying to like newer styles and stuff. Like in my personal experience now that my skating style is somewhat kind of changing a little bit in that same way. Like for years, I was trying to do the same thing too. Like try to force myself in a, in a one way or another to skate differently for this longevity for a more like cooler mm-hmm. different style of skating not just to be like cool or whatever like that but it interested me but i was just giving yeah. up i was like ah oh, that's it I, it's just not my style of skating like i'm just gonna skate the way i skate and then it just naturally it happens you know eventually um you find something and it just 
slaps you on the back like oh this is how you do it you know it kind of just like sneaks up on you you can't like you can't go out to find the style the style kind of like finds you did did you have like a similar situation with that sean austin i think it's just we're we're getting older we've been doing this for so long we're just getting better like we're getting more controlled at this thing i think that's why it's coming naturally mm. you know that's like, a good way to look at it like we've been on skates for so long like we can't just skate down the path in a straight direction i think we're all just starting to feel so comfortable with our bodies and with the wheels under our feet that i think we're all just going crazy with it i don't think <laughs> yeah. it's i think it's just like a, a a natural evolution what's going on yeah like that 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 like level 10 has been reached you know what i mean it's just like yeah. so comfortable kind of yeah, that's cool, man. We think that's it's level cool. 10 now, but five years from now, 10 years from now, we'll be like, oh, remember we thought that was <laughs> level 10? Like, we were only on six. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you, do, do, do you ever get, like, uh, tempted to, like, stray away, like, you know, oh, I'm sore, I'm beat up today, I'm at the Blade Cup. Man, these guys are having some beers. I want to go have some beers. But, like, is, is it a discipline thing, or is it, like, a non-desire thing? Uh, both, and... Um, for me, uh, I just don't become a, a version of myself that I like. I tend to make bad decisions by consuming alcohol. So to me, it was like, and to be completely honest with you, I needed a little bit of assistance to, uh, you know, quit that habit, um, with the support of like friends and, and family who were like a big, uh, you know, support for me during a, a a rough period in my life but i just you know i've i've done it like i've hit the closest to a rock bottom a human could hit so i'm just over it i have zero desire whatsoever that's sick man that's and I, I i i didn't mean to dig too deep but um i just found that like it's it's really interesting like you said like getting older you're 36 and like when you're when you're like getting older, like it's it's so weird because like uh, part of the culture in skating sometimes could be like you know at the events like having a few beers with your friends and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's it's so weird how that's tied into the culture, but it's so counterproductive to the activity when you get to a certain point. Absolutely. And just like how it could still be like a temptation is like just speaks to like the weirdness of like humanity and our decisions of like doing things that could be counterproductive to our own wishes and desires. But um. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, 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 I was just uh, on the whim, just curious about that. Mm-hmm. I think there's okay. a, a. Go ahead, John. I was just gonna, dude. One or two beers with the homies for me turns into way too many beers with the homies. So, no, nope. it sounds, it's not, it sounds again not good. <laughs> yep. Not good for my. You're not skin. the only one. You're not the only one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that issue, I think. But uh, is, that's very cool, man. Is there like a bigger picture to this? Uh, because. I say that because anyone who knows you and Colin over the last few years, like you haven't really traveled much. You haven't really been to contests much in a, in a lot of ways. And now all of a sudden the last like year, you guys are showing up to bleeding cups. You're entering and winning, you know, local contests in Philly and shit like that. Is this part of like the resurgence of like the sobriety? Is that it has something to do with being in front of crowds, competing in contests again? Because it's been forever. Like what was the last contest that you competed in like won in? I, I, uh, bitter cold? Jeez. Probably bitter cold, yeah. Gee, and what um, year was that? I think I turned 21 on the day I won bitter cold. So I'm 30, 15 years 15 ago. 15 years ago. Wow. So yeah, yeah. does like, the, the sobriety help with 
being around people and like competing or was that part of it at all? Has that nothing to do with it? Dude, I've gotten so much better at my job. I've gotten better at handling relationships. I've gotten, I look great if big XL t-shirt is off. Like I'm in great physical shape. Uh, I hold better conversations. Uh, we're skating better. We enjoy and we're excited to go to these events and meet with people and talk to people. Whereas before I feel like I was almost like the shell of a human. Like I, maybe it was like, you know, maybe there were some anxieties there or something. I don't really know what the effects of long-term consuming alcohol or consumption of alcohol can do to you. But I just feel like a completely rebirthed human at this point. And something I don't think people uh, really knew, like I never drank in high school, never had a sip. Even when I was torn with USD, never even touched it till later on in life. So um, again, it's, I feel like I'm back to the young version of myself who was pushing myself to be really good at something, whether that's skating or as I mentioned, just something like my career in general. So Colin and I have both found this passion together and he lives a block away from me. We both love skating. We started at the same time. And now we have this thing that we care immensely about. And our our drive is just out of control right now. So it I think it has a lot to do with, you know, how we're taking care of ourselves, Austin. Wow. There's no stopping you I, two. Every day? <laughs> I, I just the, the everyday thing. Like every day. Honestly, to me, my body feels better if I do it every day. Yes. Like, if I take breaks, I feel sore. Like it's the consistency thing. I take baths too, salt baths, mm-hmm. huge. Epsom salt. salt? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You know, like do you do the ice Hill. baths ever? I, you know, I don't. But I've heard great things about that. We saved that for forty. Yeah. <laughs> That's for the forties, bro. <laughs> you know? you yeah, know, I got like I have something in the back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> the this not skating. Um, you're right. It is like better for your body, I think, too. Uh, just keeping moving, and also I'm sure the bike helped as well. Just staying movement, uh, staying active, whatever. But mm-hmm. there was like two times this year, I think, where I skated like five days in a row, and I remember it was like the first day where I didn't skate, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize. I'm like, oh crap, I feel amazing. Yeah. After like one or two days, usually like you feel sore, but like it was like the fifth day, twice, and I was like, I, I could go right now. Like I could, I feel like I want to go again. Keep it going. Yeah. Exactly. I think in the winter, it's a little bit different because in the winter, my body just tightens up and I find myself like pulling a muscle easier, like especially in like my groin or something like that. Um, with Quick Draw, so it was named Quick Draw because we filmed it from April 10th. We went up to New York. We visited Junk U during the, the Wizard filming and Torres and them. Uh, we finished that video in 14 days, like right before Blade Cup. So that video was just quick 14 days hence quick draw i was a little sore after that one (laughs) but that was just non-stop street skating it's not like we're just going to the park or exercise skating or you know playing with ideas that was like getting caught at the wheel slide hurricane fish thing or you know trying falling filming i mean that's a whole process carrying around gear and lights that will make you sore Hmm. Oh my god, the like the like, yeah, it's just 
And you guys have always been like on point with the gear too in the filming since just again forever. Like, like this is like over twenty years of filming, right? Oh yeah, I, I mean, without like having mentors like Austin and Torres, I don't think I would have got into it the way I did. I just I I feel like there was like this time like right when we were doing Truth to Austin, mm-hmm. when like I got the the first Mac and like Austin oh, yeah. and Torres like really grabbed me like. Or I guess yeah, it took me under their wing and kind of showed me the ways. I ended up going to film school later on, and yeah, I mean I'm I'm still inspired. I mean the reason we bought that new 4K camera, like Danny Beer put me onto that camera. It's basically just like a 2022 version of what our previous camera was, the HVX, but it's just like 100 billion times better. Mm-hmm. So, um. I look toward my peers and my mentors in film and people who make good production um, to do what I do, and then I just do it my way. But I do have five fish eyes, brand new, all fixed from Century. So I'm sitting on a lifetime supply of MK2s right now, and I'm not giving them all. <laughs> all centuries? Ask. All centuries. Ooh, baby. Those yeah. are rare. No one that you collect yeah. them. They're so expensive right now, too. Yeah, I mean, all yeah, all, all camera equipment and everything is through the roof right now. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm happy you guys got that upgraded camera too, because I've had that discussion with you as well about upgrading HVXs and getting into the 2020s at least, you know, with the newer camera <laughs> technology. So I'm happy that you guys are doing that. I wanted to get slightly nerdy with you about cameras and filming because forever you've been like the point three guys, you know, freak the point three. Um, Obviously, with like the HVX and DVX and GL days and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you've recently switched over to like filming Instagram reels, like vertical and on a phone. Um, was that like a painful transition for you? Was it easy to do? Like, did it, did it take you a while to like get pushed over the edge? Because I know for only recently you started filming like with a phone for those reels. I was not receptive at all to <laughs> that idea. I was like, phone, it's not a real camera. Um, so yeah, that it did take a while, but I think with our schedule and the convenience of it and wanting to produce content during these busy weeks and to show how much we're actually skating, um, it, it made sense. Like it makes a lot more sense than lugging all this stuff around and going and trying to get a clip after work. Cause you might end up with one clip, two clips if you're lucky. So we usually skate the local skate parks during the week, grab the phone. It's already in your skate bag anyway. And sometimes we do some basic smooth stuff and sometimes we come up with new ideas, but either way we're showcasing that we're skating every single day or I say every single day, almost every single day, every single day, same shit. But yeah, I was uh, apprehensive to, to it at first, but uh, I'm having a blast with that too. It's fun. It's easy, and when I film something really good, I get I get hype on it, like just as if I freaked the point three in a in a special way. <laughs> yeah, That's the dope. the filming of the phone is like a whole new art. You do like you do like sure. a finger flick zoom in and out sure. real quick and shit like that. It's yeah, a, it's a whole different whole different ball game. And but I, I pull everything into Premiere too, so I'll just airdrop everything and I pull it into Premiere, and it's fun to like scale things up and you know cut it to the music that I usually cut it to. So, I mean, it kind of keeps me on point with just editing in general as well. Oh, damn. I didn't know you actually edit the phone footage like that. Oh, yeah. You get yeah. in there. 
So you still yeah, take it on. seriously. It's not just like messing around, put a phone out and upload it in, in 10 minutes. Right. Exactly. Hmm. I gotcha. Um, Come back into the lab, sauce it up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You, you got a, you got a flavor and a style to the basement clips. You got to make it look good. And there's a reason oh, why yeah. your, all your clips look phenomenal and sound good too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah with that. I was about to say, uh, about basement, uh, you know, I, I think you guys are like, like we said a few times on the show, like on the cutting edge of like new technical stuff and just like very uh, stylish and fashionable and the new line is great. And uh, what's on the horizon for Basement? Are there any future plans that you can share or future? Of yes. Of course. So we were working with these one printers who we, we love. We had a great relationship with them. We were like their favorite client. They would hand deliver stuff. Unfortunately, he shut down shop because he wanted to pursue uh, his education further. So we just recently found a spot just right in my neighborhood. Um, we're going to go through this guy. It seems pretty cool. And we have a new line in the works. And Spacement 2 is next. Ooh. So Spacement is a very fun video to make. Well, the first one was. We get a little trippy with it. Um you know, full part Colin, full part me, mm. some some funk in between, some cool music, and a pretty well, or I guess a pretty interesting artistical uh, aspect to the to the clothing and the gear as well. I wanted to ask so about we're the, excited about that one. I wanted to ask about like, the themes and the concepts to all of your videos and the lines, whatever. What draws inspiration for it? It reminds me of kind of like a, a wheel company putting out a new line. Like their whole pro line is like has like a theme to it, you know? Like all your yeah. basement stuff is kind of based around that as well. And especially with like Spaceman and and just every other, you know, basement video that you guys had. Um, where do you draw inspiration for the concepts for that? And like now Spaceman 2, you go into another universe? Like what are you doing here? <laughs> uh, it's funny. Colin's like the themey guy. He's oh, really? the one who always wants to like run with themes and stuff like that. And I used to, again, maybe I'm just like uh, thick headed or something, but I was always like, why are we always got to be so themed out? But I've, I've found reason to love it. And then it allows me to do my part of basement, which is, you know, the filming and the editing. So I already have like an idea of what I want this stuff to look like because of these themes. So, uh, you know, fish guys was just a playoff fish eye. Uh, Fur is inspired by vintage video games. Um, the Zephyr was the zapper that used to shoot the, the ducks with and the cloud. I love that one, of course. <laughs> yeah. So that's the one where we get all techie and, and you know, like NES buttons with it. Uh, video game shit. Uh, spacement. It sounds like basement, but a little bit cooler <laughs> i love spaceman that's my favorite one i'm excited for spaceman too <laughs> yeah. i love the name really excited. <laughs> and I, I feel like since covid like we got trapped in these parks for a while we were just doing like these whitehall edits we did a couple zephyrs when you know after covid hit so quick draw was like really besides like going up and filming for like them or i went out to san francisco and filmed for for them with brain dead like Quick Draw was our first street video that we had put out in quite some time. So we're ex super, super, super excited to just get back in the streets again. So very much so looking forward to Spaceman. 
very started awesome. a bit too. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Um, and I, and I just want to say, I wanted to encourage the themed stuff. I really like the yeah. themed yeah. stuff in all directions. Just yeah. like, I agree. Not only, not only is it more fun, I think for the viewer, but it's, 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 it's a lot of fun for the people who don't know skating because sometimes if it's just like skating overload, like to, to the non-skater, that might not be that attractive. But if there are these other elements involved uh, that, that that can pull you in, like, oh, the video game thing or th these things, uh, yeah. I think that's really cool. So uh, I, I encourage that and I like that. So uh, to I, everyone I, who's doing themed stuff, keep that up. I agree with that as well. You know, you know what's funny is that the, the kid and play thread needle part and quick draw, like I was like so nervous when that was about to drop at the Blade Cup premiere. And then it dropped and like people went crazy. And yeah, I was why like, not? oh shit, like, I was like, I thought I was going to be like, tech, like embarrassed for myself or something, because I thought it was like kind of corny, because the thread the needle might, may or may not be like a gag trick. Uh, but yeah, people, people like that. And that was, no, very, like, that was like the only themed thing in quick draw was the kid in play with the thread the needle sample and then our tricks on that row. No, I, 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 I really love that too. And, uh. Yeah, I think I, th I think uh, I I can understand the fear because, they, like I said, I, like you guys are doing a lot of experimenting. So when you're doing a lot of experimenting, it's it's there's a lot of risk involved because <laughs> it's like well, you don't know how it's going to be received because it hasn't been put out there before. And yeah. so it's like, oh, how do how do we know? But um, I mean that I I always I don't know if uh, people have thought a certain way about the that, but I've always loved like the thread the needle stuff. I think it looks cool. I think it like transcends skating to like break dancing and other things that make it look sure. cool so and uh For yeah sure. and i like the fact that you both did that too yeah which was really cool yeah i think well, that he, he always had them i just learned them recently so i was gonna ask was that like, too it was new to me i was like am i corny like am i just biting <laughs> off him I didn't, I didn't know what i was doing <laughs> I, I love that about that too that was that was personally my favorite part about that is because like we all know that colin got it he'd been doing it forever yeah. and then you started whipping them out too we're like oh shit has sean been had this and just like let Colin shine with the thread, the needles over the years or like, did you just learn it? Whatever. But that's funny that you just learned it and, and kind of like join the party type of thing. I have to do them out of switch tricks. Oh, so maybe thread. I got better at skating switch. Mm. <laughs> no, do I do switch thread. my natural thread is switch from him. Yeah. So I just have to do right foot tricks. Mm -hmm. Um, they're the, just as easy nowadays. We, we're going to do questions in a few minutes, but there's just one question here while we're on the topic of themes and stuff like that, that Michael Vietzman said, um, he asked who did the, uh, voices for the intro to fish guys for, which I was always that's curious about also. That's both of us. So <laughs> no way. <laughs> so I use, I have one right here too. I have a, a couple of these SP machines. So this is like what I, I mix all the music with. And it has this cool little button for you can plug a mic in and you can do like this voice trans stuff. So we use the voice uh, trans for all those little fish voices. <laughs> that, I would love to see like a behind the scenes There's of you guys secret. creating the, the voiceovers. That would have been so funny. We were dying laughing. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, do you have anything you want to say, Billy? Or I don't know. No, I was, I was, I was honest. I was honestly because you were saying something for the questions. I was just uh, typing uh, that uh, everyone could ask questions in like uh, ten okay. minutes. 
Yeah. But uh, so I kind of lost track. If you if you have anything, you can pick it up, and I'll just jump back in in a second. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know you were you were checking the clock. Whatever. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It's all good. But um, quick. So quick draw. I was gonna say also before that. It's funny that you filmed that in 14 days because th- me personally, that was my favorite of your videos together. And I don't know if it was the street aspect of it or what, but or maybe like that we were surprised that you were doing so much technical stuff on street, whatever. But maybe the shorter videos could be the way to go because you guys killed it in that one. And that was definitely my favorite one so far. So Thank I just wanted you. to throw that uh, out there. Dude, I appreciate that. And I'm with you on that opinion. I don't want to watch a long video anymore. I don't have the attention for it. I don't have the time for it. I love these like short little videos that you know showcase just good skating sandwiched together. Mm-hmm. And the good thing about our crew is it just me and Colin for the most part. So it's not like we have to cater to all different skaters necessarily even though you know we skate with jimmy shooter we have a sick part coming out for him i'm about to say what's up um, with that if, you know what we kind of waited on it because the dad chuck thing came out then shooter had surgery so you know he got his health back he's my buddy on my my watch we compete against each other you know make sure we get all our rings checked off for the day but he's back in it i just saw him last weekend skating and I think he wants to get collect just like a couple last minute clips. And then we're going to drop that little shoot of it. Dad Chuck's been skating with us. Like I said, I miss Anthony. Um, I skate with, uh, you know, Chance and this dude, Chris Shackerman, who helped me mix the, the music for the last Zephyr series. So we got like a good little crew in Philly. But for the most part, when we go out and try to film for these projects, it's mostly just me and Colin. Mm-hmm. that's the most productive yeah. sessions for you too seems like it yeah. anyway it, it, you know what it, when you just have to focus on each other it just makes it easy and like i said we don't have too much time during the weeks we make the best of our time so it does make sense to like if we want to you know keep basement moving you know we just gotta kind of bang them out and, and focus on one another so it's been a, a process and I've been a learning process, but it's been really, really working. I think. Is there like a, uh, deep, like hidden goal like that, you know, you guys can just work full time with skating in the future or is it, are you guys really liking your jobs now and what you do? <laughs> Interesting. That's like the golden question. Um, I like what I do because I work virtually um, I'm, I work for a company called GSK in oncology sales. So I help assist uh, oncologists with the medication that's used for ovarian cancer. So basically, I just like sit with this mic and I'll talk to doctors or nurses on the phone and just kind of see what they need and kind of see what the uh, what patient types are coming in. So I get to sit on my phone. I get to, you know, my, my spare time when in between calls, I can make a beat. I could edit up some clips, go back to work a little bit, run my laundry. Like as far as like the quote unquote work life balance goes, I got a really good one. So I think that, yeah, I I love what I do. If I could skate and travel and make videos and clothing all the time, that would be a dream come true. Uh, However, I think that it would take a 
like a full flip in lifestyle to make that work. And I just, not that I'm like sitting here like, oh, I'm too comfortable to take that risk. It just seems almost unrealistic. That makes sense. Makes sense. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I just like to do the fantasy. What if, uh, things, you know, like, uh, all the, it's, yeah. it's interesting to talk about because we're on this uh, really exciting place with blading. So it's, uh, yeah, it's fun to think about those things. It'll happen what one day. Is. It'll happen one day. Mesmer be your full time job. I would be the job. happiest human Basement. if that happened. <laughs> that is how long have you been dreaming about that for? Twenty some years. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. Almost I mean, yeah. Was, I mean, like the amount of work uh, put in, just like hours behind the camera and behind a computer and on some skates. I mean, it's got to be in there at, at, at some point. It's just, and it's just, you know, it's just. I don't know. I think I think skating is really lucky to to have you either way, like whether you're working your career or not, that you're still going to be here. But I think it would be cool in the future if we could just take care of uh, the ones who have done so much for the community. Mm-hmm. It's it's you know I like to I like to I like to well, be hopelessly awesome. optimistic sometimes. Sorry. I was just going to say to your point too. What's awesome is that like you know we're all getting older and we're finding different ways to give back. Like you guys are a perfect example of becoming a voice for good content um you guys did that like that's that's part of it as well like there there's so many different people that are are doing so many special things other for skating other than just skating itself and i think that just to give you props since you've fucking showered me with props all night (laughs) you guys do a fantastic job of bringing more to the table other than just your own skating so thank you Thank you so Thank much, you. and uh, appreciate that. Uh, yeah, it's it's, uh, you know, it's it's funny. Like I I don't know how it ends up like this, but um, like I say, I hang out with John a lot. Bellino, uh, he lives down the block, and we'll, we'll be done with skating, and we'll, we'll eat, and we'll somehow want to watch more skating on TV. And you know, we'll go through all like the new stuff, the, a lot of the stuff we've been saying, we've been watching. But it's cool to even like see like uh, you know, Tom Moise is like a, we watch him pretty regularly, Biz and stuff that. like that. <laughs> And yeah, it's just like, it's just so, so much fun to, to be able to have access to all this at this stage. You know, I, I'm, we were just watching like VG 11 yesterday and I was trying to explain to Parker, I was like, you know, we used to wait every three months for new content. And when we got it, we we're like, yo, yeah. I got the VG. And then we'd all yeah. go to the homies house. Like we're going to your house right after the session. Like, and yeah. everyone would just be so excited. And, and now there's just so much stuff that's so new. I like at least weekly, but most of the time, even even sooner than that. And it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's a very cool and exciting part. And, uh, I just, you know, thank you for your kind words. And I also got to tip my hat to everyone who's helping contribute to that because it is a huge group effort being done by the skaters, the content creators, the, you know, the company owners, the people investing, the consumers, the people buying the skates, the people buying basement clothes, the people buying jump ups. shout out jump ups. If you want to yeah. get your turmeric, you know what I mean? <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so, um, it's really cool. Dude, you just brought up like a thought in my head when you said, oh, I got the new VG. Dude, we used to have to like guess on when to go to the skate shop to even know if it was out. There was like no notification like that VG Mm. was at the skate shop. You just go in one day 
Yeah. And you'd just be like, oh, I haven't seen this one. Like, yeah, exactly. Run out the store with it. It was like going to the library almost. Like you don't yeah. go, you don't know the release date really. Or I remember for yeah. me personally, I used to like get the Roller Warehouse catalog or Team Paradise, whatever it was. And then there's like for the holidays, like, you know, holiday times come, like I'll pick like two or three videos to get. And that would be my videos for the year. That's why, Billy, when you said three every three months, I was like, that's pretty optimistic. <laughs> every three months. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, some people might have had it like that, but I feel like like videos... two or three VGs a year or something, maybe three. <laughs> yeah, there's like a two year. VGs a year, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if, most people probably got it like during the holidays or like their birthday or something like that. Um, unless yeah. you had a local skate shop. But yeah, Sean, you're right, too. Like you don't know when it's going to drop. There's no release date like that. You know, you just yeah. have to show up and hopefully there's a new video there. Otherwise, you watch the last video you have on repeat for the next six months. <laughs> <laughs> I miss those tangible uh, skate collection items. I, I really do. I think that's why I got into like collecting old skates and like vintage tees for a while. I was like trying to hold on to this like childhood thing that I was obsessed with. Are there any Makes ideas sense. to do a basement-ish type of tangible video or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, um, bro, make a VHS. <laughs> a you, you know, shoot, set, a box set. <laughs> <laughs> Shooter pushes tapes and VHSs on me all the time. He's got okay. his he's got his young one blatant already. It's oh, awesome yeah. to watch his kids seeing what they're doing. But mm-hmm. uh yeah, he's got his young ones like playing NES and old school arcade games and stuff. It's really I, I love that stuff. James is on it. Yeah. Uh but I don't know, it just seems like expensive to to create those things nowadays when yeah. Everything's different. I don't even know if people want that, but if they do, let us know because maybe there is a market for it. I still collect records for one. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing uh, that I really collect, other than like books, maybe a couple magazines here and there. See, that but, would be sick because, like, sure, people aren't really gonna buy a DVD. I don't even own a DVD player. You're not gonna buy a VHS tape. I don't own a VCR. But like, you mix your own music. What if you had like a basement vinyl of like a soundtrack for like one of your skate videos that drop or something like that. That would be, and you could hang the basement thing on the wall too. Like that would be awesome. That'd be really cool. There, there's definitely a bunch of Canadian producers that I'm, I'm buddies with that all rollerblade as well. So maybe, and I know this one dude, uh, Antaj, he had a tape put out recently. So maybe I'll see what his connect is. Pretty sure he did vinyl too. Yeah. But that's cool too, yeah. because think about we're on the subject of like, um, classic skate videos and what, burning the tapes out and shit like that. Like we used to memorize soundtracks to skate videos all the time back in the day. Dude. Like bringing that back with your music would be awesome to be able to like listen to the soundtrack of a video, you know? Right. I think that's more special than just like posting an individual track on SoundCloud that probably just gets lost in the internet somewhere. Exactly. That's why I still like to collect records. Mm-hmm. I just bought, um, I found like a, like almost mint copy of Hard to Earn by Gangstar, which was my first oh CD my I ever God. bought. I found wow. it at a record store. And I just, that was my recent cop maybe about a week and a half ago. And it, best record I own. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Super yeah. cool. Gangstar, he like really, yeah. Gangstar is one of the greatest. He's you got to really keep Gangstar he, in the circulation of songs, of music, yeah. artists. Yeah. He he's good. He's good enough where he can like get an actual message across, but you don't feel like you're being preached at while like good mm-hmm. rap is happening. It's like yeah. sometimes you you're like I'm being preached at. I just want to enjoy the music, but like <laughs> yeah. he's, he gets a message across in like a really palatable way. 
So yeah, uh, yeah it's cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I, I want to real quick uh, thank you everyone who's watching live. We have 164 people watching live. If you're watching live, please hit the like button. If you're not watching live, please hit the like button. Um, <laughs> got to shout out our sponsor once again, Blank. Huge shout out to our sponsor, Blank. And I think we're going to take some questions, uh, if that's okay with you, Sean. Is that okay? Yeah, please, of Are you course. Ready for some questions. Awesome. All right, we'll take some questions. Austin, <clears throat> do you mind? Do you mind if I leave it to you for a second? I got. I'm going to go I'll fill my water. Off. Be back in 20 seconds. I'll Thanks. kick it off. We got to do the Patreon questions first, anyway, because uh, we asked the day before on our Patreon some exclusivity for our Patreon guests to give us a chance if they can't watch live to ask some questions. Um, before we get into everything. Like Billy said, shout out to Blank Rolling Products. The no, the new Sean Keen skate is going to be available again in shops all around the world in July. Check out jumpsubs.com for some supplements, all your supplement needs to keep you skating as long as you can. Check out jumpstreetpodcast.com slash store for the new gear, the new t-shirts, tank tops, new five panel hat. Get yourself looking good for the summer. Get yourself feeling good for the summer. Holla. With if you look good, said, you feel good. Just like, just like we were talking about on this episode. If you don't... If you don't Dude. feel good, you're not gonna look good. We gotta. So, we need a voice of uh, Rollinson saying that so we can play it uh, <laughs> our our spiels. <laughs> that, uh, let's do it. Five. It was Oaks Five, I think. Yeah, it was Oaks Five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's get into some of these questions. We're gonna kick it off with the Patreon questions. Um, first one, another one actually from Michael Vietzman, who says, um, "Who inspires Sean these days to do the?" And where does he get the trick ideas from? Is it more playing around and the ideas just come along the way? Or does he think of, say, switch-ups at some point and just goes for it? Um, I think that's – whatever I'm doing is coming with consistency because I'm skating so much. Like, imagine just going to, like, the park for these exercise skates and doing the same thing over and over again. Like, that probably wouldn't be too fun. So – uh, I think I'm kind of just like inspiring myself by just having fun. Like I'm, I'm, I'm literally learning new stuff every single day, whether it be a basic switch trick that eventually will get involved with some sort of new movement or new switch up out of that. Um, it's, it, it, to answer the question, plain and simple, just the consistency and the persistence of skating, of actually doing it. It's just from being a G. That's it. That's it. Yeah, just being a true G. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just putting in the work. It's the work, though. That's a good yeah. point. Just, you know. It's epic, yep. Our second Patreon question comes from Rob Fisher, who had a couple of questions, but we're going to go with this one, um, who says, as an industry leader in style, there is no doubt which brands outside Rob. of your own brands and partnerships do you think are nailing the current aesthetic of rollerblading as you like it to be seen? That's a good question, Rob. That's a fantastic question. Wow. Um, I don't want to leave anybody in the dark here, but um, definitely going to shout out them skates first and foremost, because here we go. Uh, their collaboration with Braindead, which we, we spoke about. I mean, Braindead is uh, a, a fashion icon, um, to say the least, and pushing, uh, you know, whatever it is that they're doing with fashion and a wild way and i feel like them and collaboration between them has gotten to um you know kind of uh, 
get that second hand. So them, even with just the skates and the, the unique colorways that they're doing, I mean, that for one alone, some of the pieces that they're creating as far as the gear, course. Um, God, who else? I mean, I love what, uh, what Drew does with the Bebas. It's so weird. It's so different. His recent edit that he just put out, um, I think it was either yesterday or the day before. So good. It, so good. it showcased four years of him being filmed for the most part. There was other guys featured in that as well. But the way he put that together, uh, I mean, look at the way he was looking in that. He is a, a fashion icon in, in our culture, I would say. And the, the way he edited that video, it gave it the look. It gave it feel. Uh, it it showed his skating in a way that I've never even seen it before. And I think it's special that I remember late night, I went through all my hard drives and I sent him every raw clip. He asked me, he was like, send me all the raw clips you have me. I had no idea what he was creating, but I saw a lot of the, the stuff that I filmed in that piece that he brought out. And yeah, so long story short and tons of props given to Drew. Uh, love what he does with the Bebus. God, I, I love I, lo I love a lot of things right now. I'm, I'm really excited about everything that's going on in skating. So it's hard to just pinpoint a, a couple of people. But I'll say, you know, those two for now. And then you know, continue our progression with basement. We always have tons of ideas and land, you know, there with these directional ideas with, you know, the themes that we're working on as we talked about. So I want to keep progressing uh, basement and cater it to things that I like. Like I want to do one of these like crazy all over print shirts, like these vintage chase NASCAR tees. I don't know how they do it though. So, you know, research and, figure it out try something new i hope everybody tries something new very you never, cool you never um, know yeah huge shout out to drew i still can't get over calling him drew i'm sorry drew i, I tried so hard to call him drew and not nemo like it was tough for me <laughs> <laughs> it's a while to get used to but he's growing Yo, up. When he huge shout out to drew though love, i love his stuff hit, and this was incredible he hit 30 recently and it hit no me way. harder than me, me hitting 30. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, Damn. how old am I? Shit. That actually happened to me too. Um, I don't know when it happened because I, I missed I missed somehow 30. But like, Bellino, I was like, how old are you, Bellino? He's like 31. I was like, bro, you're 31. Dude. No. <laughs> that, that hits I us all hard. he was like 14, like doing like winning contests in Staten Island or 15 or yeah. something really young. But that hits us all pretty way. hard because we all grew up with it's him. Wild. Little, little, little John John. Um, we have one more Patreon question before we move on to our live super chats from Max Ferber, who says, in an earlier Jump Street episode with both Kelsos, they talked about the idea of starting something as a beginner, skating or otherwise, drawing from influences and emulating them over time leads to developing a unique style. I am curious to hear about Sean's path to becoming a video maker he is today. What are his visual influences, skate videos or otherwise, and musical influences that drew from while developing his style? 
Awesome question, dude. Um, I, I I always go back to Dave Payne. I mean, Dave Payne shaped a lot of our our musical taste just from the VG series that we were just speaking about. Um, his his style of filming pr shaped and 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 went in a direction that I think fisheye filming got a little bit more progressive uh, as the years as the years came, but. Dave Payne was one. I mean, Joe Navron was making films at the time. And then at the, after that point, I feel like it was mostly just like our peers that were creating things that were influencing me as far as a filmmaker. You, Austin, you were putting out edits. Your footage was looking better than mine. And I was like, why does my footage look shitty? So, uh, yeah. Um, and, and right now it's all my peers. It's It's Torres. It's uh, Danny Beer. It's Patrick Ritter. I love his style. Um, those guys just name it through. We just propped Drew. He's just untouchable at this point, in my opinion. But yeah, like, and the, the, the best part about it is like, these guys are like my best friends too. So it's, it's like, I don't even have to like look up to them. I'm just like holler at them and text message. And I'm like, yo, how'd you do that? And then they text me right back. I'm like, all right, cool. So <laughs> So we're just like vibing with each other and getting influenced by, um, I hopefully one another, hopefully me as well. But uh, to that dude, if you ever have any questions or want some support, I pretty much answer anyone who DMs me on Instagram. So if you have any questions or you know you want to get into something specifically, let me know. Sean Kessel Films. Hello. Um, we are going to get into the live super chat questions now. Um, we prioritize the super chat questions like we do every episode. We split the super chats with our guests. Um, so we're going to go through some of the questions now. Uh, this one isn't a question, but I have to super chat the homie, Mr. Brown Goalies, Joey from Hawaii, who came through with a big super chat, says uh, from boy. Delaware Beach, boys. Huge shout out, yeah. Joey. Thank you for always supporting. And we got another homie in here, Dominic Sagona. Holla. <laughs> you are a huge inspiration for me and many others. Thank for all you do. Love you guys. You tell so strong. Damn. That's from Sagona right there. Dude, I, I'm like, Sagona's propping me constantly. Like, it's crazy to get <laughs> so much Sagona. I'm getting mad Sagona love, like, on the internet. And I've, I'm like, whoa. That's a, that's a good one to get loved by. He seems hyped in skating now, too. So it's like, I'm sure he's following you guys, watching your clips every day also. Yeah. Um, Lander says, uh, Sean, thank you and your brother for everything. Can you talk a bit about the Star of Israel behind you? <laughs> Is there a Star of Israel? Oh, nothing. <laughs> All right. So I moved into this home in December. Uh, I'm not much of an interior decorator, but I have awesome parents that you know, love to help me out and, and stuff like that. So you'll have to ask my mom about that one. She <laughs> probably got it like a home goods or something. I don't know. Good question. So that's from Mrs. Kelso. Yeah. Well, it's not really a star of Israel though, but it does appear like that. In the <laughs> <Yeah>. video. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, we have a super chat from tree tree Rudolph who says you're a true living legend. Oh, cool. What kind of video do you think you would make if you had a Red Bull size budget? That's an awesome question. That's a good question. I would make Fish Guys 5. <laughs> <laughs> no. Jeez, uh, well, I don't know. You should probably just hire Torres for that one. 
<laughs> right? Um, I, I don't know. I would probably just make a no video similar. No, probably <laughs> not. I, I don't really like that. I don't like drone footage. No offense to people who do drones. I think it's very awesome uh, how they do it, like with the control and fly it. I just don't like seeing skating from above. I'd rather see it down in the, the nitty gritty personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably just do a similar style skate video of what I'm making right now, but I would go to cool cities that are like fashion influenced. I want to go to Berlin so bad. I actually have a couple plans that Ritter and I are talking about to maybe do like a little secret meet up there for like a week and shoot something. Um, but yeah, I'd probably just travel to really cool cities and get lost. I love getting lost. I don't like having a plan really when going out and filming. It's cool. Travel budget is definitely key. Very in cool. Escape video. Yeah, for sure. It was a fun question. It was awesome. Uh, we have a super chat from Mr. Aaron Schultz who says, any colored sir- shirts slash polos dropping in the Spaceman 2.0 line? I finally have to return <laughs> to the office and trying to stay oh, fly. Okay. Those mesh style polos from a few years back were amazing, hint, hint. Uh, Colin did just bring those up. So, yeah, probably. I th- We actually saw um, with one of the guys, uh, one of the print guys that we were working with too, um, some work style shirts probably even a little bit more dressier than that mesh style polo shirt that you're talking about. Um, but yeah, they've been talked about. So it's funny you say that too, because I had to go to the office for the first time since COVID uh, a week ago. And I wore that basement polo shirt, which I hadn't worn. in I don't know, probably since rare form, which came out in 2018. So I feel you dude. the office sucks. <laughs> That's funny. People hearing hearing people try, starting to go to the back to the office now. It's been two years already. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like forever. Uh, our last super chat for now is from that one guy, who says, uh, "This man got me to start blading this year. That's awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, favorite song to have on loop when skating, and how do I jump down stuff without landing hunched over? We're looking for some trick tips here, Sean. Without landing hunched over." <laughs> Um, so I like a lot of, uh, it's almost, it's called funk, like P H O N K. Um, it's like trap style, uh, production. Usually it has, you know, kind of like a three, six mafia style of rap to it. Sometimes there's like pop rap that they just take the vocals of and put it on like this, like nitty gritty trap beat. Sometimes it's soulful and jazzy. It's it's funny because I listen to that style of music, and then like if I hear like a future song, I'm like, what what is this song? Why do I know it? And it's probably from like some little kid mixing it on his computer and posting it on SoundCloud. Um, but yeah, uh, if you follow me on SoundCloud, it's just SoundCloud.com/slash Sean Kelso. I love sharing music with my fans. Um, I have a bunch of playlists that I could share with you. I make playlists like every single day. So if anybody ever wants uh, a little hint into what I'm listening to, I'm always down to share uh, for the back thing. Um, I don't know. I feel like I land and I, I hunch over sometimes, but maybe just try to stay a little bit more straight, work on your posture, um, lean back. Oh, I have a good tip for that. So in my skates, 
I skate the intuition liner and I skate kind of like high heeled style. So I put my footbed underneath the liner, I skate it bare, and then I have two foot or two heel beds in it. So maybe that kind of like arch down. So you're like more weighted on your toes might keep you from leaning back like that. Just a thought. That's a good tip. I say experiment with it. I agree. That's put the high heels up, figure out what works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's all for the super chats now, but there, I see some good questions in here. Billy, do you have any lined up? Yeah, there's a few good questions. I think we'll take like two or three, maybe four and then we'll, uh, then we'll let Sean go. Ooh, actually we'll keep him to watch one quick section and we'll do that with our, um, yeah, for our Patreons. Um, Nathan Shea says, Sean, what do you see other skaters do that is your, is your sort of damn, I wish I could do that. Hard to believe there's anything like that at all for you, but there's, there's gotta be, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah, there's tons of stuff. Um, I mean that we, we brought up the junk you wizard at it for one. I am definitely inspired and intrigued and curious as to what that feels like. But, um, even before that, I mean, the guys, the mushroom guys like Todd and Joey always made me want to try that as well. Frames are just really expensive. And obviously Leon, the master Torres is killing it on those things. So maybe that's something I'll start playing around with. Um, my, my problem is I don't necessarily like the look of the five wheels. I like the four wheel look of the wizard. However, people say that each of them offer different attributes to them and I don't quite understand it. So I might need an expert to explain that to me and kind of point me in the direction of what they think might work best for my skating. Um, so that's something that I definitely have on the horizon. I think, again, I just don't feel like I have a super great amount of time with, you know, just experimenting with that stuff and trying to film for projects and do the kind of skating that, you know, I want to do every single day, but we'll see. I'm definitely interested in that though. Cool. Um, Eric Miller says, is there any hope for simulated goggles front torque in the near future? <laughs> I don't even think my hands bend that way anymore. My wrists are too broke. <laughs> that's, a, that's an awesome question. We should see one. That's the OG. I'll throw one for you, Eric. Thanks for uh, always reaching out and checking on, checking in on me. Give me props and stuff. He's a PA dude. Shout out, Eric. If you're doing thread the needles still, you have to do some goggles, front torques true i should only totally right yeah just do <laughs> true <Totally> goggle right. <laughs> true goggle front torque true goggle front torque wow yeah <laughs> um, felipe duarte has a very interesting question i'm curious about this question i'm sure many other people are as well uh any project coming out with them skates for a new sk pro boot release uh-huh. uh john is so supportive of what uh myself and Colin have been doing recently. Um, that's all I'll say about that one. Very, okay, so not we, we don't know anything, but <laughs> hope, hopefully something's being spoken about and and that's all we could hope for. Um, you okay. None. Okay. <laughs> uh, we got a couple more uh, super chats come in uh, last minute. So 
Blade Geek says, no question. Just wanted to send much love from Germany. You are the man, SK. Damn, it's late out there. Blade Geeks. Thanks for thanks for staying up late. Damn, or yep. getting up really early. Yeah, one or the other. Yep. Um, damn, Germany was the first country I ever vi- visited. Um, what was this question again? No question. It wasn't the question. Just oh, send in love. Yep. Yeah, cool. And uh, Lander sent a super chat that says, and I, I guess we could take this as the last question, a super chat, uh, unless any more super chats come in. But what is the story behind the soccer-themed videos or basement attire? Like Galazzo oh. home and away jerseys. Do you play soccer? That's- oh, that's so- I like that. Um, no, I don't play soccer. I never played soccer. Uh, I think so with that collaboration, I don't think a lot of people know that um, when that collaboration happened, it was like dead fully, um, I guess, did the production for all of the, the gear and the wheels. Um, they made sure the guys came out and basement's part in that project was to do the video. So that was, that was my job. I'm the, the video guy for basement. And obviously I have Colin as like a huge backbone, backbone support for that. Cause he's nasty at filming. Alex got on the cam sometimes. I think Luda probably jumped on a couple. Um, but that was, that was on dead's team. Um, you know, they have, uh, AJ and, uh, Nick, I think that was primarily their idea because I remember Zoom calling with them and they were like, we want to run these soccer jerseys. We can do home and away and people can pick their jersey numbers. We'll do one of one. And then uh, Count and I had like that little foosball table in our basement at the time. So we're just like, all right, let's put dead stickers and basement stickers on this thing and shoot a little intro. So the the intro idea came after the idea of when they proposed the soccer jerseys. That's that's really interesting. I love hearing the stories behind the collabs. Yeah, that was a fun collab too. And people people are trying to buy like four dead basement wheels off me for like hundreds of dollars. I think I have a couple sets left. Damn. But yeah, they're they're sought after wheels. So if dead is listening. We should do another collab, guys. They don't. <laughs> they've said that they they don't usually do collabs again. It's like a one and done kind of deal, but it's basement. I saw it's basement. I saw people asking for them recently on Blade Trade too. Yeah. But well, that was awesome. Thank um, you everybody for coming through with the questions. Thank you everybody for watching. This has been a great turnout, Sean. You're the man. Thank you so much for pulling this together and coming on we are going to do uh, a patreon video with sean after this to watch some of his old sections before we do that um anything you want to say before we we take off here um i just want to shout you guys out again like thank you for being a voice thank you for having me on thank you for being inclusive of me even as a solo human and not just with colin (laughs) Sometimes we get bunched together, but I'm excited because it sounds like you guys are going to have him on at some point too by himself. Um, Thank you to my sponsors, Them Skates, Create Originals, Dead Wheels for always hooking it up. Um, Obviously, Basement. Thank you, Colin. Uh, My biggest inspiration, my best friend, Uh, my parents. You guys are the best. And yeah, um, dude, I... I am so excited to skate this year. It's crazy. So 
just keep watching, keep tuning in, follow basement, follow, follow me. And, uh, yeah, you are going to get barraged with content. So just keep your eyes peeled. Oh, that's very exciting to hear that you're this excited to skate. There's going to be so much more stuff to watch now. Very cool. (laughs) Mike goes sesh after this. Oh, man. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. I have a slider bar in the garage. Oh, yeah. Dolo slider bar sesh because you're so hyped from Jump Street. So hyped. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Sean, stay in line. We got more to do. Everybody, thank you so much for watching. Thank you, Blank, for sponsoring this episode. Everyone, check out the new Sean Keen pro model, Blank Skate, coming in stores worldwide July. Um, We'll see you on the next one. Peace. Thank Thank you, everybody.